0: It's time to be a man. I'm going to pick up my cross. What will you do with yours? Welcome
1: back, everybody. Welcome to part two of God's faithfulness. This is a continuation of last week's faithfulness section where we jumped into scripture and and really viewed a lot of things. So as we mentioned prior, This is a part two because we kind of spent so long on recording. Just we get together and that's what we do, right? We have a good time. We hang out studying God's Word. And I encourage everybody to do the same. Find you a partner and just sit down and enjoy God's Word. It's great fellowship. Uh, On that note, we're going to continue digging into God's faithfulness in Scripture and would encourage you all to join us. So as we go, let's start. Father, thank you for this time that we can continue to seek your Word. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: I definitely got something right here.
1: All right, let's let's keep let's keep going.
0: So another, just calling God what He is, First Peter four nineteen. Oh, ooh, oh, <clears throat>
1: right, let me flip, let me let me flip my Bible over there. I'll wait, yeah, because I love First Peter. Honestly, <coughs> I don't know, I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I absolutely love First Peter. I want, I need to study it again.
0: I haven't, I haven't gone through First Peter all the way in depth. I need to, I need to go through First and Second. But I'm telling you, man, you can't go wrong with a good study on Hebrews. Or a good study on like that's where we are with youth is Hebrews. And I, I absolutely love, love it. I'm teaching tomorrow Hebrews. morning. Um
1: I'm I'm so ready.
0: And then another so. one you just just deep, deep, Genesis. deep on. Yeah, Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> going back Leviticus, going through all the oh. laws.
1: Yeah, but see, Leviticus, like I only really like I personally don't wanna just go through Leviticus straight. Like, um I, I'm I'm sorry to all you Biblical scholars out there who are like, oh, yeah, I re- I read Leviticus for fun while I'm using the bathroom. heel, you know, like, that's not me. Um, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that, that is not me. I like to read a Leviticus when it applies to whatever I'm reading to, and I'm trying to, like, figure out, okay, so God made a law, um, and they're referring, alluding back to it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go find the law. Um, interesting thing. There are laws about kings and about selecting a king in um in the in the law in the book of the law which i thought was really fascinating um since the israelites demanded a king out of their own conceitfulness although it, pretty much the premise of that was god would select one by his own choosing and and he would select who's right and he did with saul and david um if only they wouldn't have asked and it just wasn't the right time but they asked and they got what they wanted
0: yeah i mean well,
1: they they got what they asked for let me put it that way they didn't get what they wanted they got what they asked for yeah a king somebody to roll over them
0: um, but God used it so Peter? first Peter 419 so uh, so then those who suffer according to God's will will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good oh yeah right there was it called God faithful, faithful creator that's what he is he's faithful we're talking about God's faithfulness yeah. I know it's it's not a whole lot to go on it's it's not like it's not like you could just reach out a whole bunch of verse. I mean, you can though. It's just it doesn't. It's I don't know how to say this. So we're trying to get into God's Start faithfulness. We'll go from there. Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll fix. I'll it. just mince up the words and let Colin just pour it into a nice little alphabet soup. But um, don't
1: uh, don't put that much faith in me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but
0: um, so uh, we we're going through and we're seeing all these things where it's calling God faithful, and it says that God's faithful and. How do we have to act on that? We have to believe through faith. Like, yeah. It's one of those things that's hard to, to get into. But like, whenever we get into it, you, you, whenever you believe in faith, you see that this isn't just some book. This actually has historical context. So like, like I said we were going to do, Colin, let me minimize that and go to my e-sword. Uh, I just love, I love this story. I think it's awesome. So I'm going to jump back to where we can actually see that God is faithful. And that's in an old testament book called Job. Oh yeah. So I mean if you don't know the story of Job, find a Bible. You could literally like I, there's literally no excuse for not having a Bible anymore.
1: Context for Job, go read it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. it gets really deep. I mean, so there was a man in the land of Ooze. <laughs> you know, I, I think, yeah. I think it was just ooze. Ooze. So it's easy. Whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. I didn't remember it calling him perfect. I don't, I don't think perfect is a good descriptor. I don't either, but I, that's, that's in a, the King James Version.
1: Well, I think by perfect it means that, you know, he's... It, it, it can't mean perfect. Go, go to the East Word. Go to the East Word. we got to look I'm, up... I'm right here. we got to go look and see what Palm. the word is.
0: Palm is the Hebrew word. So, um, mean? complete. Usually morally pious, specifically gentle... So this isn't, he's, he, so he's he, plain, he's normal, that's what it's saying, he's a normal guy. Yeah, he's, so, he's, he's, he is a righteous fella. Yes, he's, this is a good dude. He's a good dude. This is a good dude. He's somebody you can trust. Yes, and there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance oh. also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 5,000 yoke of oxen and 500 she-asses and, very great, and a very great house, household. So he had a good. He had a lot. Yeah, um, he, he had a lot. She donkeys, uh, underage listeners. Uh, I know someone's out there laughing at that because you said that it's in the Bible. Okay, don't judge me. <laughs> so, um, his sons went feasting in the houses. Every one his day, he sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. I mean, he's living a good life. And everything. So now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it.
1: That's tell you know God has a sense of humor, like we were talking about earlier.
0: Yeah. God, the
1: omniscient being.
0: Where are you coming from, Satan? Where, where you been? <laughs> where, he
1: asked Where you been?
0: Where you been? Like I don't like, know. Like,
1: like I don't know. like, <laughs> and he's being sarcastic. Like that's 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 comedy right there. God is being sarcastic to the devil himself. Which is honestly awesome.
0: It's so good. So Satan's like, talking that's about... That's how you know
1: God is just like completely in control and has that, is so overwhelming and more powerful than him because he's willing to just pick fun right at his face. Yeah.
0: So now we get to Job 1.8. So we know that God sees Job as a great guy. He's faithful. He's, he's the guy that he wants all of his servants to be like is Job. Fearful of the Lord, doing everything right. Like this is... This is the guy this these are the Joneses next door. that's what job's family is, except in a in a relationship with God type of way job one eight so we just found out Satan had come from the earth yeah, walking he, he and had looking been for walking evil. around the earth doing and the, his thing. the Lord said Temporary. unto Satan, hast thou considered my servant Job that there is none like him in earth, a perfect <laughs> and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil yeah he throws so, it away, yeah. He, Satan doesn't come up to him and go, hey, what about Job? God says, how about you go test Job?
1: God throws Job under the bus. But right here. (laughs) He he, he doesn't really, but like, that's kind of what it feels like. This is showing God's faith in Job. If you you read into it in a way you shouldn't, it looks like God is throwing Job under the bus Yeah, he's like,
0: what's up, devil? Go play with Job. No, but really what's really happening is he's showing his faith in mankind. He's showing, hey, look, I have the servant Job do whatever you please don't take his life yeah. that's what it comes down to
1: yeah and and well you know he's using this as an this shows you how much more powerful god is over evil is he's using um he's using this as an opportunity to grow job's
0: faith exactly so and we <laughs> and get into and maybe it, to put the devil um,
1: in his place like i'm not sure on that one but it, he does it so so but, what
0: happens was uh, uh the devil's also on
1: only the first chapter so that's also an interesting side
0: note yeah uh, put forth thy hand now and touch all that he hath; he will curse thee to thy face. Satan's telling guys like, if you take all that he has right now, he's gonna curse you. Yeah, he's God's like, like Man, uh, yeah, I yeah, got faith de- in him. Yeah, because
1: the devil comes up to God, and you know, after he's like, where have you, have you seen been, my friend Job, <laughs> my my servant Job, and he's like, bro, he's got so he's got much. everything, he's got everything. Of course, he's you blessed he's, him he's, with you all he's, of everything. This. Of course, he's gonna honor you. Yeah, he's like, well, if you take that away from him, he's just gonna, he won't he's honor. He's it. gonna curse you. And so what does God do?
0: He's like, take him. Go take for it. it. He said, don't kill him. do anything. Just don't. Do not kill him or his family first. Yeah, well, I think the
1: first thing he told him was, because um, I think he goes back and forth Man. and takes a, a couple things. And I think the first thing is, he, he says, don't touch his health. Like, don't uh, do anything physical
0: to All him. right. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them, and the Sabines fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Yep. So he had one servant left out of all of his dozens or hundreds of servants. Not, not done yet. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, "The the Chaldeans, Chaldeans. I don't know. I think Chaldeans. I actually don't know the answer. To that. Made out three bands and fell upon the camels and carried them away. Yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am saved. Now, while he's speaking, (laughs) yet came another. Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And beyond, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. I only escaped alone to tell them. So, in one day, he lost all his livestock. Think about that. That's all his money. That's his livelihood.
1: A great wind came and felled the house. Yeah. And so, you know, it makes you wonder if God has given. You know the devil any powers over an I Never thought about that.
0: Well, no, because in the beginning, I think Satan knows that he can't take stuff away from Job because he's under God's protection. So he asked God to take it away. If you take it away, God's in control of this. So when you go back up to well, God's
1: allowing him, well, he tell I thought he told him. or he told him you you can only take this. I mean, either way, I mean, God's not in the wrong here. Like, I mean, God is God gives and God takes away. Like, I mean, that's
0: that's that's what oh. He does. And the uh, one twelve, and the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself, put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from yeah. the presence okay. of That's the so. Lord. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So there we go. Okay. So so in one day, you literally all your all your messengers come up, and literally you lose you lose your livelihood, your your livestock, your camel, your donkeys, your oxen. Your, you lose all that. Then you find out you lose all your servants, except for the two or three that came to share the messages. Then you lose all your kids. What does Job do? Job arose, went to his mantle, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and worshipped. Powerful.
1: Yeah. Is that chapter 1?
0: Yeah, that's, that's the end of chapter 1, 120 yeah. right because there. Because then,
1: I, okay, I thought, oh, okay, so this is a redaction, a redacting statement from what I said prior. I thought Satan was only in chapter 1. Oh, that's not there. Um, There's 21 actually...
0: He's actually in chapter two. I oh, said so that wasn't then. So, he's in chapter yeah. two also. Um, he's in chapter two. So, that, so that's on me. Job went and worshipped and said, "Naked I came out of my mother's womb, and naked I shall return thither, thither, thither." The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolish. I wonder what thither yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where
1: his righteousness is, right? Satan is looking and saying, man, I'm going to take this stuff away. It'll be instant. It's coming down. He's going to curse God, right? He's going to be like, but,
0: man, God, why are you doing this to me? Yeah.
1: And, and, and I mean, he gets to that later.
0: Um, uh, but he still doesn't blame. He doesn't blame God, but he he's like, he's he did, done. He's, question, he's kind of, he's in this
1: moment of questioning. Which, he's like, you know... He's not—he's not blaming God and saying like he's asking why. He's looking at he—he he knows that God is over it. I think God, he—but he, he's asking God why. He's like, God, you know, you're God, but you know, wh- why is this happening? I don't get it.
0: Right? Yeah, he ends up getting boils and sickness. And yeah, because all that's the Satan comes
1: back to God after Job's like, yeah, nah, fam, uh, I'm gonna stay straight with God, right? And he loses so, everything
0: and he says, you know what, I'm going a, I'm to a shave my head, I'm going to look like Vin Diesel, and I'm going to worship God. Yeah, and so,
1: yeah, and so <laughs> I think I want to look and see uh, if it has, like, one of the most gross um, things ever.
0: Did he get leprosy? I think he got boils. I don't know, leprosy is way grosser than you know what?
1: You know what's funny? In, in chapter 2, and there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord again. That's, uh... Yeah, so um, I wonder if they just have like this, this, uh, this staff. With staff I was <laughs> what
0: all to, have you been up to? Just to kidding. Manager. I'm God and I know everything. So the, he, <laughs> I know what you've been they up report to. Report
1: to the manager. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> but no, he does it again. God's the like, the manager born of the manger. <laughs> yeah. And then Satan <laughs> comes and he's like, where have you been? And Satan's like going to and on the earth, walking up and down on it. He gives him the exact same answer. Um, and then, and then, does this that show is that a slap, this is, this is, this is even more of God's humor right here, is that you see, and the Lord said to Satan in chapter two, this is after the first time, have you considered my servant Job? He doesn't, straight again, and he's like, there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. He still holds fast his integrity, <laughs> although you incited him against and incited me against him to destroy him, without reason, and yeah, and so it goes. In uh, you know, Satan is like skin for skin, man. All that man has, he will give for his life. So he's pretty much like saying, if he knows, if he thinks he's gonna die, he'll you know, give away. He'll 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 fall out. He'll fall out, right? He'll lose his faith and uh, he'll turn against you. And he's like, man, Satan, fine. Go fet Go test him. Let's let's see what happens. Go get so He's like, yeah, and so this is where it is. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with loathsome sores from the sole of his, I thought it was boils. Oh yeah, and he took a piece of broken pottery with which to scrape himself. Oh yeah, so it might have been sores and boils. So he's scraping the sores and the boils off of him while, he, to scrape himself while he sat in the ashes. He's like scraping this stuff because boils you have to open. Um, and then his wife said to him, "This is terrible. Like, this is gonna sound r- worse than I, what I intend." Um, but like, sa- through all this, like his children are all dead, his servants are all dead, he's got no money, he's got no house, everything is gone. And Satan leaves his wife, takes everything from his wife too, and leaves his wife. Yeah. And then his wife said to him, "Do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die!" Like this is his wife talking to him. Like, but he said to her, "You speak as one of the foolish women should." would speak shall we receive good from god shall we not receive evil in this job did not sin with you see that you know when job is not saying god is evil what he's really saying is whether god gives or he takes away whether i'm getting good or i'm getting bad in my life and god is allowing it you know god has a reason for it. god has a reason for it and even if his reason is just because i want to he's just as good in doing that because yeah. he created he he defines what purpose is he defines what's right he can do whatever the heck he wants but we see that god's actually not the one doing these things it's actually he's allowing it he's over, he's in control of it, the occurrence of it but um we see satan's actually the one doing which is pretty interesting yeah and so, then uh, then job anyways so kind of going back to the end of job which is really where we were going back to cuz i think cj had a had a point on that
0: i was actually just gonna go into the story of Job, but I'll because we have other this. verses to hit tonight. Yeah, let me go back to Job, chapter four. I love that you could just like click it on my ears. Oh yeah, because I I, don't, I never learned the uh, books of the Bible.
1: I didn't either. But the re- the only reason I don't know all the books in order, but I know a really big chunk of them. And if you tell me, if you ask me where a book is,
0: I'll probably know about where it is. So what we're getting at is Job loses everything, and Job has these long out, and I like how your dad said it like arguments with God. It's like who doesn't argue with God yeah. in the prayer? And <laughs> First not, he's got his he's got friends
1: that are not exactly being the best influence. Yeah, so what have you 100%, done?
0: Which in this chapter the Lord rebukes Job's friends. But um, oh yeah, <laughs> but Dude, um, what's what's uh, what's really happening is like it's okay to argue with God. It's, well, it's well I'll, the way that your dad explained it was it's okay to argue with god but like it's the you, true definition you need to of know you need it's to know who you're talking to it's like it's like asking why but you need to know who you're talking to there's a reverence involved and yes. it's not an argument like you'd have with like
1: a human being where you're like you know you're arguing you're like and you're yelling at each other and all that no 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 it's an argument in the sense of logical conversation and yeah. argument like you're making an argument air, a air quotes on that one. case yes yeah. air quotes i mean just uh, think a about a statement, about... a case and wondering you know why are you is there another way and yeah and and, I, and the reason is not so much to question god it's it's in the sense that you're questioning what he's doing and who he is it's more of you know why are you allowing this to happen you know what what is your plan here even you know, jesus what, what what yeah
0: if if this can be passed to anyone else let well it. he
1: doesn't say anybody else but he asks right. if there's another way I have to get if, you, if you'll take this, will you take? If you'll take, take this from, from, cup from me, from
0: me, yeah. All right, all right. And that was the cup and of his said, wrath. But if not, let your will be done. Yeah. But uh, we get here. So Job's gone through a lot. Job yeah. has lost everything, all the way down to the only thing he had left with his life. And then Job answered the Lord and said, "I know that Thou canst do canst do every thing." I, okay, I'm I'm in. Sorry, guys, but this is like broke up really weird because it has the old Hebrew in between each the words. Then Job answered the Lord and said, "I know that Thou canst do everything; that no thought can be withholden from Thee, and that no thought can be withholden from Thee. Who is He that hideth counsel without knowledge? Thereof have I uttered that I understood not. Things too wonderful for me, which I knew not." Okay. Are you speaking English? I am trying to. This is key. King James. Version. King James. Let me let me do this, right here. All right. Um, he or who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge, thereof or therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. But now mine eye seeth see thee, wherefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. So, in that, he's basically saying, like, I know thou can do everything and that no thought can be withholding from me. It's like, hey, God, I know you can do anything you want to, and you know everything that I'm thinking. Yeah. And he says, Who is he's he? Being he's being honest. Yeah. Who is he that he's hideth counsel without knowledge? Like, Sam, so I might need you to break that down in your ASV. Therefore, I uttered that I understood not. So he's telling God that he doesn't know what's happening, but he's still going to be with God. Yeah. And things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. So he doesn't know why God's doing this thing. God is he such doesn't an amazing get and he's person. saying, you're you, you can do whatever you want. And I, it's I right. just don't get it. Yeah.
1: I, I just don't get it. So the right. Lord restores Job's we're friends. We're at that a lot of times, honestly.
0: And then at the very end, the Lord restores Job's fortunes.
1: Yeah. Because You're of his faith, it. yeah, yeah, and and you see that it's like even if God didn't, he still would have been in the right, exactly, and he could have, and and you know he could have just said, Job, this is what you have now, you have me, and that would have been just as good because he still had God, better was, than maybe, all the fortunes. Yeah, I mean that was the whole point. Like you know he had God, and that was the whole point that Job was. I was like, I have you, I don't need anything else, but I I, just, I really just don't get it, you know. Um. So, segueing from there. Um, I've got a great place to pick up. It was on my list. It it goes into um, y- you'll you'll really see the connection here in a second when I read it. So so it's in two places: uh, Matthew seven nine to twelve and Luke 11, 11. That's that's approximate where they are. Um, and it's talking about gifts. It's talking about gifts from people, gifts from the Father. So um, this is Matthew. I'm just going to read the Matthew one because I just like Matthew probably. Although I really really do like Where's Luke. Luke. Um. So. Oh, Luke is in the New Testament. <laughs> no,
0: Luke seven,
1: Luke seven eleven. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. No, um, it's it's slightly different. Um, but uh, Luke nine through thirteen is technically the, the section. But um, chapter
0: nine through chapter thirteen. Luke no, seven, Luke eleven. 10. All right, read yours. I got 15 So this
1: is Matthew. So it's it's like it's the same thing, I think. Um, if I if I go back to it, I got to... Yeah, so he's talking about ask and it will be given. So this is the Matthew version 7. And you might look at the verses, CJ, and see if I'm right, because I, I I could be off a of verse. So this is the Matthew 7, 9-13. But I'm going to start from 7 and go through um, 11, just because it makes more sense. Um, Anyways, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Um, you're free to read the Luke one. I can say what the really it's the primary difference is. Basically the same thing. It's 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 literally the exact same thing. Um, but there's one difference. There's one, at least in my version, there's one...
0: There's one primary difference. Switch out rock from bread for egg and scorpion. It did. Yeah. What? Uh, I'll read the I'll read the little one for you real quick. If a son shall ask for bread of any of you that is a father, oh, it does. Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? <laughs> and this is Jesus talking. This is red letter. So you know God has a sense of humor. Like. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't like about this Bible that I have it doesn't have for letters. What yeah, well, those it. are the most important ones, I know. It's so sad.
1: Well, I guess they're all God's words.
0: Yeah. If he if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? That is the
1: primary difference. And you know, there's not a theological difference. There's not a spiritual difference. When he's saying good gifts, right? And, and we see. Well, wait. Why is there a whole sentence added in here? It's like, well, what if you know Luke was a historian and Matthew was more of a person who he was a fisherman. Right? That's why. No, he was a tax Luke. collector. So they had different stances, and so they probably wrote different things. Luke is a, was a little more documented and tried to just sit, give you everything. I mean, he literally you had to consider where he started. Like he started before the. Uh, he started not only at the genealogy, but he started. Before the birth of Christ, unlike a lot of the other gospels um but uh
0: I mean John started in the very beginning, okay, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. well, John
1: isn't one of the non is is the non synoptic gospel, so yeah, it's gonna be standoffish a little bit, but you see that there's there's slight differences, but the differences really melt out because when it it's really this one's a little more clear, it's more direct because um you see that uh, when it says, you know, how much more will the Heavenly Father give good gifts to those, uh, to His children or to those who ask Him or those who love Him or whatever. You know, in, the, in, in Matthew it's saying good gifts, and in Luke it's saying Holy Spirit. You know, in reality, He's probably saying both, but really, He's he's really alluding to the spiritual gifts and, you know, spiritual rebirth that He's offering Himself in, in, in really the full context, right? Um, and you see that, um, you know, I was kind of segmenting from Job, right, that you see, you know, all the gifts that we have. Um, all, where Where's that? James 1, where it says, all good gifts are from the Father of lights above. But it pretty much goes into that, right? Like, all the things, that, I think that was what Job understood. All the things that he had came from God, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's just like a, is it, I forget what book that's in, but it's a, the flowers do not worry about what they are dressed with, and the birds do not worry about what they eat. Okay, okay. So why would uh yeah it's kind of don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Have faith in God because God has faith in yeah. you. But so, um, so are you about to read that one? Uh, no, I don't have that one. I have the other one in James. That
1: one's in the New Testament because he talks about Solomon. Anyways, but I'll read this one. And so this is uh James one seventeen. It's actually a really good one. And it kind of goes right with Matthew and Job. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. It gets even better, so I'm just going to read it. um, in Verse 18. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Oh, yeah. Um, James is really, really good. But, uh, yeah, ow, cramp. Um... But, um, <laughs> yeah, well, you see, uh, like, you see that all gifts, even this opportunity that we can hang out together right now and, you know, putting this podcast together, you know, giving people um, through us a gift of of mentor you know, that have you know, been That there, is
0: another gift that's been given to that's us. That's been
1: given to us from God and, and, and even like the Bible, like when you think about God's word, the very fact that it's constructed and so easily accessible is insane. That's a gift from God. I think we we bypass that and don't think about it very often. But, um, like, the fact that I have sunburns right now and I'm not dying, like, uh, and it's not, like, super distracting is, like, I I say it's a gift from God, even though I'm sunburned. I don't mind. Um, But, like, (laughs) I don't mind. I really don't mind. Like, it's, it's it's not a big deal. Fun in the sun. Yeah. I had fun today. It was a gift. Yeah. Today was a present. Because it's the present. Concrete Panda reference is it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I don't.
0: Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is ex- That's why they call it the present. Probably one of the deepest yeah, um, uh, Pixar that's quotes not ever. Even originally from them. I know, but it's awesome, <laughs> and I love Conker. Panda, and I have kids, so I'm allowed to uh, quote Conker. Panda. Have ever
1: fully watched the movie all the way through?
0: It's it's not bad. I mean, that's one of the things. Like, you gotta you gotta I'm give not judging, people I'm not you gotta give people whenever you have people who are known for like more like tenacious and worldly roles, but then they could come on and play a clean movie like a kids movie and still be funny. That's I, I like that about some actors. But we're getting off topic again. We we are getting towards the end of this. And I'm sorry that y'all don't get the energetic Colin and Kobe, but uh it's almost I'm eleven pretty alive right now. It's it's almost eleven thirty. You've yawned like four times. Like I'm over here like <laughs> moving away from the mic trying to it's almost eleven thirty here. PM, not AM. <laughs> there's so many more verses we want to go through because we just we to go through. stuff. But I'm it on a great one because this one, this one really hits home with me right now, and uh, some of the stuff that I've been going through, and I know we we've been apart without the study, and that's making it even harder on me. I don't know how it is for you, but um.
1: it has been. And so, if you're going to end on one, I want to end on one too. So. All right. But I'll I'm gonna let, let you, you go first. No, I'll let you go first. I'm, I'll, I went first first time.
0: I know, but I'm gonna let you go all first. Right, all right, Fair I'll, I'll all right. end on. It.
1: Okay. Well, fine. We'll give me a minute because I gotta flip to it. <laughs> oh wait, I'm already right here. What do you know? Um, <laughs>
0: if it's the same one as mine, Colin. <laughs>
1: uh, so this is in First Corinthians, no, ten, no. thirteen,
0: no. no. What? Wait, is it? No way.
1: No. Oh my gosh. All <laughs> right. Oh, that's so good. It
0: was meant to be on the show.
1: It was, it was. Cause this is a, I, I had it wrote down as one of mine. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, you know it's really funny because we started in First Corinthians one nine and we both had that one too. Yeah. That's hilarious. All you right. know what? Since it's yours, I'm I'm gonna give it to you.
0: It's not mine, it's
1: God's. Well, it's God's, but... We both had it, all right. We both had it. But so, I, I know you wanted to end it, so
0: I'll let you have it. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I love it when stuff like that happens. <laughs> That's so good. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful, again, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So now you might hear that and think like, well, God's not going to tempt me beyond what I can bear. That's not being very faithful in me. But what you got to think is, you can bear a lot more than you think you can. And yeah. God's being faithful. So whenever Job Job was being tested, not more than he could bear. Well, in James, But he 1, lost everything. Yeah. Well, in James
1: 1, we see God doesn't tempt people. Yeah. Yeah. God does not tempt people. We are tempted by our own desires. And then whenever we... Um, well, I mean that's what what was it James 1:12 and and um or, or it's close, it's in James 1 and it, it's you know we God does not tempt man but we are tempted um but I'm, I'm trying to think the exact wording but it goes right into that and it says whenever um it, it gives the definition of sin yeah it's no man is tempted but each man when he is tempted uh when he's tempt, enticed by his own desire, um, he can give over to sin. And in that sin, it leads to death. And so each man oh yeah, each man sins when he is enticed by his own desire. Yeah. And the sin when it's fully established leads to death. That that's what it is. It's in James yeah. One. Um, so if
0: you're if you're going through this, if you listen to the podcast and you're just like really down on it. I know lately I've been kind of down on it. I'm trying to make some changes in my life, and it's been it's been hard. Just know, you've got more to give. Yeah. God wouldn't let it be happening if you didn't have more to give. Yeah, and there is a way out, and He provides that way out so that you can endure it.
1: And ain't none of us perfect. Like That's I, I was going through yesterday, and I had this. You know, I was being tempted by you know one of my sins, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I knew that, and and here's what it came down to, and I knew that if I went. And I, was, I, I needed to study God's word anyways that night. And I knew that if I went, I, I wouldn't be tempted. I think like the way when we're able to bear it, the way we're able to bear away from our temptation and overcome it is spending time with him, is him himself. Like he is the prize. He is the escape. Like you want to escape from reality because it's weighing down on you. Uh, don't Don't fall into a false reality. F- fall into a true reality with God. That is your escape. When you need rest, when you need spiritual rest, whenever you're the, the world, weight of the world is coming down on you, you find rest in God. Man, that is rest like no other. Even yeah. if you're tired, you're rested. It's great. And, you know, when you look at that with this, the way we're able to bear temptation, it's not just by willpowering fruit. God's not saying, yeah, you have the ability to willpower through temptation. He's saying, I've given you myself, and when you take me upon you in Christ... And the Holy Spirit is will strengthen you in, um, to overcome your temptation and push it away to to resist, not in willpower but in surrender to God. Yeah. You're surrendering either to sin or to God. There's no there's no divide. There's no gray area. The gray area is whenever you're between decisions. Yeah, <laughs> it's not when you're making the decision. And, and I I ran into that yesterday, and you know I fell short. That was a day yesterday. I fell short, and I went into that, and it was. Um, you know, and I, I look back on it and I, I with pangs of regret, and it was like, God, what am I doing? I knew if I spent time with you, I wouldn't have gone and done this. And it's like, well, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. And it it was a very clear uh, picture of I either spend time with God or I pursue my own sin. It was like it was it it
0: was that. It was the easiest decision to make that you chose wrong, and I still I'm there, chose wrong. I'm there. All I still the chose time. wrong, and I'm there I hate all it. And you know that weighs on me. And
1: oh, like, it doesn't weigh on me now because you know I've given it over to God. I've repented. I've, you know, He's washed me
0: clean of that sucker. But like, man, it hurt. Like after it's to rude. know it, that, like you want to be this guy. You want to be this guy that's for God, and know that, and then just come up short. It's it's one of those things that's rough. Yeah. But we're coming. We're coming to an end on our time, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Um, very sad, and boy. one thing that I've remember, Colin, if I remember correctly, we did not pray at the beginning because we just started. We did.
1: I, 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 I was like halfway through it. So here's what we'll do. We'll say two prayers at the end. All
0: right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so thank y'all for listening. Once again, the most important part of this podcast is God is faithful to you. He's He believes in you. And he believes in you so much that he gave his son to die for you. Mm-hmm. And man, all it takes is a little prayer, a little... A little admitting that Jesus is King, that He died, He rose, He's here, He saved you of your sin. Romans ten,
1: right there. If you ever read Romans ten or haven't? Go read it again. It's you know with belief in what He's done and who we what and what we've done in our sin and Jesus' resurrection and confession
0: upon that and true belief. There's forgiveness. There's forgiveness and, and salvation. there's salvation. And you could. You could come and hang so. out with us in heaven, and guess what? When we get there, we'll all have superpowers, and we'll all be perfect. Uh, you'll be able to levitate. You'll be able to... <laughs> I don't know about the, the the
1: the former one, but that would be cool. What? We will be perfect. What? No, yeah,
0: you said perfect second, didn't you? Yeah, you said the later one. No, I said the former one. Oh, the former one? Superpowers. We'll be able to do... Our spiritual bodies will be able to do anything, man. Uh, I don't know what Bible
1: you're reading, but... Uh, Where does want, it put limitations I want, I want, on us? I want to read that Bible. When when does it put limitations
0: on us? Our spiritual bodies. It doesn't. Jesus says say that our what? spiritual bodies will be like his, like his was. When he walked through the door, that's a superpower for us. When he
1: levitated think, to heaven, that's a superpower. A I'm now, just saying, man. I, I will say that would be awesome. All I am going to say on that matter is it's not given explicitly.
0: <laughs> it's not given explicitly, whatever. But I know something that has happened every time Jesus has come back. And that is, uh, there's been a fish fry. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'm ready for so the fish fry. I'm, I'm ready for the heavenly fish fry. Yeah. Uh, the so... marriage supper in the land. Is fish and fried ketchup.
1: And french fries. Kringle cut french fries. We'll have a... Or curly fries. Yeah, curly fries.
0: <laughs> curly fries. Hush okay. puppies.
1: Yeah. Oh, you gotta have hush puppies. Oh, you gotta have a... Fried mushrooms.
0: Ooh, I can get oh, down yeah. on that. Fried green tomatoes.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have that. Maybe some fried okra. Oh, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, Marriage of the Lamb is going to be good. That's all we know. So I uh, hope <laughs> to see you there. Um, if you can't make it, then uh, I pray that you get saved soon. Yeah, you I'd need love to make to it. i to have you there. Uh, Just remember, everyone's
0: Tuesday. got an expiration date. As soon as God made you, he slapped it on you. You yeah. got one, and you don't know when it is. Better safe than sorry.
1: We've been studying Hebrews, and this is, I think, the last uh, scripture thing reference I'll say we've been studying Hebrews, I'm going over four, and one of the big things that, you know, the author's going over is, God gave us, the same as the Egyptians, a a time to enter in his rest, and that time is today. That is the only time God has given you this time, right now, the opportunity. It's today. Like, now is your time. You're not given another opportunity, for fact. Let me say it that way, for fact. It's like, he
0: could come back and he can come back tomorrow. He can come back in three seconds. We get hit by a bus tomorrow. We don't know. Uh, no one knows, but, I mean, we you think about know. it. A lot of people don't like going and gambling. They don't like going and gambling like over like four or five hundred dollars because they're not going to lose it all and everything. Right now, if you if you don't come into it, if you don't enter that rest, if you don't find that salvation, you're gambling your eternity. Yeah, and we're and not that's saying that lot. to freak somebody out. That's the truth. That's just the facts. Like yeah. we, we say that because we care. You know. Because I love all of you, mm-hmm. whether you listen or you don't. You know why I love you? Because God loves you. Yeah. Because and we love God because He first loved us. John four nineteen. First yeah.
1: John four nineteen. I love that verse. It's a good verse. Yeah, it is. All
0: right. I'll just I'm gonna do our first prayer to prayers out. So I'll Sounds do the good. I'll do the beginning and into the end prayer and I'll let you I'll, I'll let you <laughs> rattle off after me. All right. All
1: right, I'll I'm cool with that. All
0: right. Lord, thank you for today and thank you for this this recharge that we've had. Thank you for this amazing time spent just talking and studying, going over your faithfulness to us, even though it's undeserving, even though it's we, we can do nothing to earn it, you still give it to us, just like you've given us salvation and all the blessings you put in our lives. We pray a special prayer for all those who've been affected by the weather in Southeast Texas and in other parts of the world that everything's going on. We pray that you be with them, that you allow your work, and we allow you to move in that situation and Help people find a way and find you and find peace. We pray that you allow us to be your vessels, that you allow us to help you grow the kingdom. We, we ask that you let us become those people that you want to use because we want you to use us. Show us how to pick up our crosses and follow you. We ask that you give Colin safe travel home as he uh, goes back up to Katy tomorrow after church. And that you just be with us and you help grow our faith and you help grow our strength and you help grow our want to be like you and our want to be with you. You take it, Colin.
1: All right, sure thing. Father, thank you for this time that we can come together and hang out with each other and with you. Um, it's honestly a wonderful fellowship. I really love that we have this bond together and, and that we can just come and study your word for hours and, and not get enough. It's just honestly awesome and, and great. And, and I love it. Um, Thank you for this time and thank you for helping us continue to grow closer to you. Um, help us when we're going through these temptations, not not just us, but you know those out there listening that you know whether they're going through the next temptation and or they're just you know trying to make the next big decision in their life or even the small decisions. Father, help us to make them and abide by you. Help us to you know boldly come before the throne of, of grace and um, you know righteously in in Jesus' sacrifice for us and. And and pretty much proclaim God's worthiness forever, Father. Help us to do that while we're on Earth. Whenever we're at the gas station trying to, you know, give that next man a track, or or trying to, you know, pray for them, or trying to point them to You, Father, or wherever we are, Walmart, even, you know, wherever we are, even at church. Help us to honor You with our voices, with our bodies, our breaths, even because You gave them to us. Uh, thank You that for how faithful you are in our lives and help us to continue to be faithful to you in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Well, I certainly had fun today, Colin.
1: I had a great time. So I'm like
0: <laughs> wide awake and half asleep at the same time. Oh yeah, I know. It feels like I just drank a ton of coffee and I don't even drink coffee. But I know you don't. And it's, <laughs> it's weird. No coffee, no tea. You're not from Texas. I, I, I'm not. I know you're not. That's why I said it. <laughs> I'm not from Texas, but, um, <laughs> We accept you anyways. We'll just we'll have to break you of those nasty habits. I'll take it. But um thank all of you for listening and for for showing up and everyone who comes regularly and listens and fellowships with us. We I have a special thank you for me and I know Colin wants to give one as well. This isn't about thank us. <laughs> this is about God. So I'm where I'm sharing it. Thank I am trying Jesus. to share it. Yes. Thank thank in all, thank God in, for all this. in all seriousness. Yeah. I I completely agree. Um so we're doing our part to try and get this out, so if you want to do more if you if you say, "Hey, that kind of makes me want to that makes me want to share that makes me want to share this with people, share other godly things that you, that you know with people and maybe maybe it'll reach someone. be a part of this team that we're building to help men learn how to carry the cross to help women learn how a woman should act when she's around God, which we'll have women coming on the podcast later. Some of them I can't wait for. I mean, share it with those people that you don't know that maybe they just need to hear an uplifting story between two small town guys talking into microphones. I mean, it's, it's something just try and share and we'll keep on trying to do our part. So thank you. I'm sorry for the uh, late releases on my last two episodes been having a lot go on at the house and everything, but I'm going to try and keep on getting them out over Friday. And I might even try to start doing a few more here and there. Just uh, reach out. It's just one little short episode to let you know what's going on and everything. But other than that, as always, thank you all for listening. And thank God for giving us this platform and giving us this ability to do it, this country where we're free to do it and everything else that we can. So we just ask that you all have a blessed day and that you all live your life like you're supposed to. Thank y'all for showing up. Bye. Thanks for listening to How a Man Should Carry His Cross. If you have any questions or want to reach out, feel free to email me at amanscross at gmail.com. That's A-M-A-N-S-C-R-O-S-S at gmail.com. Or reach out on our Facebook page, How a Man Should Carry His Cross. Thank you again for listening. Have a blessed day.